Welcome to the Study Skills Handbook podcast series. This episode is about the top five habits for students. Recently I was asked what I thought the top five habits were for students in their last year of school and I came up with this list below, then realised wouldn't it be great if all students had these habits firmly entrenched before they even reached the senior years of school. So your challenge for this year, no matter what your year level, is to ensure these habits become embedded as part of your practice for learning to help you become an effective learner at school and in your career and personal life. Want to develop great habits of learning? Then here's what you need to do. Number one, engage. Don't just be a bystander. Instead, be an active participant in your own learning, taking responsibility for what you need to do to achieve your academic best. This means you involve yourself in all of your lessons, staying on task, participating in discussions and trying to absorb as much as you can during your classes. And that means less to learn later. You complete all the set work for your subjects that your teacher gives you this for a reason. And you try and keep up to date in this work. You seek help on anything you don't understand or can't do. This might be from a teacher, a friend, online sources, additional books or study guides. And you do this nice and early. You don't let the problems pile up. Number two, organise. Being organised means that you can find things when you need them. You don't forget about work to be done and you don't have last minute panics. Much less stressful. This means you have a good system for managing all the paper for school. You file away completed work and sort and organise all the papers you're given. You do the same with your digital resources, well-named folders and logical filing structures. And you back up on a regular basis. When you're given an assessment task, you make a plan for when you'll do the work for this task and you adjust the plan along the way as things change. Number three is to think ahead. Part of stepping up is that you don't just wait for someone to tell you to do something, you think ahead and you work strategically. This means if you know there's going to be exams and there are always going to be exams, then don't wait until exam time to get your act together. Make your study notes as you go. Every time you finish a topic, make the study notes of that topic and file it away at home. Don't fall too far behind. Number four is to strive for excellence. You want to be able to differentiate yourself from all the other students, so think what you can do to make your work stand out from the crowd. This means you take the time to be thorough when working on essays and assignments. This means lots of planning and brainstorming to start, and then multiple drafts over a period of time for editing and proofing. It's good to give the subconscious time to process and evaluate between drafts. You look for additional source material, you read widely, and you do more than what is asked of you. But you ensure that in specific tasks you're focused on answering the question and providing depth to your response. You make the most of any feedback that you're given, either along the way or after the task, to make adjustments to your approach to your work and improve your outcomes. Study smart. Many students are incredibly ineffective in the way they study. So number five is about studying smart. Many students just stare into their books hoping what they need to learn will magically jump into their heads. If you aren't doing it yet, then it is time to study smart. This means you test yourself over and over on the material you need to be able to recall in exams. You don't just read it and hope you'll be able to remember it. You then check for understanding. Are you able to apply the information you have in your head to different types of questions? To do this, you do as many different practice questions and past examination papers as you can. You get hold of as many different questions as possible to do as practice. You do these past papers under exam conditions. This means that you stick to the time limits. You don't look at the notes or answers until the end. This gives you a reality check about your performance and helps you rehearse for the time pressure of exams. You use these practice papers as a tool to help you pinpoint areas of weakness that you then address. Thank you for joining us for the Study Skills Handbook podcast series and all the best with your studies.